Hey guys, it's Dan Miller, and this is Eclectic Avenue, and I'm your driver for the day. Okay, maybe not that funny. We're actually not making a trip. We're running around getting ready for a Memorial Day weekend trip. Do a lot of recording, take a lot of pictures, talk to a lot of people. Kind of prepping for it. Don't have to prep too much. I'm always ready to just jump in and go. I usually don't talk about the music on the show much. I like to leave it up to everyone to pull what they can get out of a song. But this one, to me, has a lot of meaning. And the backstory on this really kind of leads into the show. Back in 1917, Father Flanagan in Omaha, Nebraska, saw a problem. He knew that children were facing neglect indifference, abuse, and had bleak futures. So he founded Boys Town on the belief that children, no matter what their race, color, or creed, deserve the chance to learn and grow to the fullest of their potential. That was in 1917. There's lots of stories, but this kind of starts with a little boy that was dropped off at the orphanage by his mother. He had polio, he had leg braces, could hardly walk. And after a while, Father Flanagan noticed the older boys were giving him rides on their back, taking him upstairs, taking him to eat meals, taking him downstairs. Father Flanagan asked one of the boys, isn't he heavy? And the little boy said, he ain't heavy, Father. He's my brother. If that kind of pulls at your heartstrings a little bit, good. You know, there's hope for all of us. This is nothing new. Children and people have been abused for thousands of years. Nothing new. Hopefully someday it will not happen, but it happens. That's history. Father Flanagan saw a need. He didn't see race, color, or creed. He saw a need to take care of people. And by little boys doing this, helping another one out with no prejudice, no discrimination, he did a pretty doggone good job. Boys Town is still an internationally known orphanage and as of 1979 they also now have girls so it's now called girls of boys town back to the story many years later father flanagan was reading a magazine it was called the messenger and they had a drawing of a little boy carrying another little boy and he got permission from the magazine to use that photo and they made a statue of a boy carrying a little boy and the slogan was he ain't heavy he's my brother and to this day, that is their motto. Now, the song was written in the late, late 60s, I believe 1969. And one of the co-writers was Bob Russell. He was in L.A. dying of cancer when he wrote this song. It was the last song he ever wrote. And he died in 1970. So you put all that together. Yeah, this song really can pull at you a little bit. So there we have it. A white priest that saw a need that didn't see that there was a problem with children of color, with children of disabilities, with children of different races, over a hundred years ago put something together that became so world-renowned. Maybe our government should start acting like that a little bit. One more quick little story before I really get going here. I remember when one of my daughters started kindergarten. That was the year, run outside, get tanned, go swimming. She and one of her friends apparently got into a fight at school. I got the call, the other parents got the call, we had to go in. You know, that's when we had zero tolerance, no fighting. 
physically or verbally? Well, this was verbally. And what the fight was over was a little boy was yelling at my daughter, and she was yelling back. He was saying, I'm black, you're white. She said, no, you're not. You're brown, I'm tan. That was the fight. And yet, because of the zero tolerance, we had to be called in. I'm still in touch with that other parent. That was one of the best opportunities. Racism is learned. When your children don't hear the terms, they take it literal. Yes, we do see colors. We do. But if you grow up the right way, if you're taught the right way, it doesn't make a difference. You're still brothers and sisters. You still are part of the human race. You're part of humanity. So let's fast forward our world today. We have protest, we have demonstrations, we have riots all across the nation. Lots of cities are involved, some worse than others. It's not good in any of them. Some of them are over race, some of them are over government. Everyone wants better jobs. Everyone wants more comfort. Everyone wants a better education for their children. Everyone wants to be able to walk down the street safely. So what do we do? And thank goodness this is just a few groups and not that many people that do it. But let's go in and burn down our downtown areas. Let's go in and break windows of businesses. Some of the businesses are your local businesses, your neighbors that have been there for years and years and you're destroying their livelihood. With all this destruction, people are moving away, your tax base is lower, your schools aren't going to have the funding, companies are moving away, you don't have the jobs. Everything you're asking for, you're getting rid of. Destruction is eliminating all the things you want. So how can you want those, but yet you're kicking them all out? You're getting rid of all them. Almost sounds like some of the leaders are, well... Maybe some of the leaders of these groups would make good politicians. They'd fit right in. Kind of what our politicians do on a world level. Yes, countries have the right to defend themselves. We will support you. At the same time, us agreeing that you should defend yourself against countries that are attacking you. Oh, it's okay. We're going to help those countries rebuild. Oh, and at the same time... These groups that are calling for racial equality, we don't want racism, we want everything better. Oh, we're going to start flying their flags at every embassy around the world. I don't know about anybody else, but I can't stand it when somebody rides the fence. You know, you want to be everybody's friend and say, oh, I agree with you on that. Turn right around and by agreeing with somebody else, you disagree with the one you just said you agreed with. That's riding the fence. It's being wishy-washy. That's, oh, that's my PG version, I guess. I personally can't stand people that do that, whether it's on a personal level or a business level or a leadership level, government. Make a decision, stand by it, apologize if you're wrong, which is something that did happen in the news this week. Uh, Another country, but Canada, uh, just apologized for Italian-Canadians that they put in internment camps, how many lives it destroyed, how cruel it was. Now, Congress did apologize to all the Italian-Americans that we put in internment camps during World War II. California alone 
displaced over 10,000 Italian Americans. Some of the Italian Americans were going into the same internment camps as the Japanese Americans that were being persecuted and locked up because of their race. In 2019, Congress did apologize for that. I haven't checked into if they apologized to the German Americans that they threw into internment camps yet. Any racism is wrong. How can you have an organization against racism and wants it to stop, and yet that group joins another group that calls for racism? Our country is not that divided that everybody, it's 50-50, either you're one or the other. No, most people do not endorse any racism. But how can you destroy your cities, destroy your local businesses, make companies move out because it's not safe on the pretext that people are being racist towards your group and then you promote another group that is going after somebody, whether it's, and I don't, we can play the word game here all you want. You can say racist, you can say ethnicity, you can say religious persecution. It still is going after a group that doesn't believe in what you believe in. Somebody's not that bright. You know, there's a little bit of hypocrisy here. Quit with the destruction and work together. And that is from the government all the way down. So there you have it. Some of my random thoughts for this little trip today. We're really excited. We're taking off in the morning. We're going to have a great weekend doing lots of stuff. And you've probably figured out we're doing a lot of different things with the show this season. We're going to be doing some bonus shows, some on healthcare, some on music. One of the things we're really intrigued about, we're having so much fun with, is trying to figure out the different areas, the people that are downloading us, the people that are subscribing. And so we decided we're going to do a shout out each episode. Pick one city, pick one country. My shout out today is Columbus, Ohio. I'm really intrigued, would love to hear from you. And then for a foreign country, we're getting a lot of downloads and subscribers in Saudi Arabia. We'd love to know more. We're very thankful. I really want to wish everybody a great, great weekend. Have fun, take care of each other, and we'll catch you on the next trip. Is it getting better?